Hey, hey, my gorgeous friend. I am so glad that you are here. Welcome to the Free and Well podcast. So today I'm going to be sharing with you three beautiful tools to really support you if you are feeling like your mind is just going a million miles a minute all the time. If you are feeling like your brain is just moving so fast, you're constantly finding yourself feeling the need to pick up your phone and scroll and like just craving that. I know you're going to love this episode. I'm not saying it's going to be an easy episode, okay? I never said it would be easy, but I do feel like it will be really helpful for you. And I'm sharing three tools and a lot of my own personal experiences with this that I just so hope you find really helpful. And I know you're going to walk away and be like, okay, I can experiment with this. This feels doable. This feels like bite size. I can walk away and try this out to really support myself and maybe feeling a little less overstimulated, stressed in that overwhelmed state. I hope you enjoy. Hey, hey, my friend, welcome to today's episode. I'm so glad you're here. Today we are talking about being overstimulated. Oh my gosh, this has come up in a number of conversations that I've had, whether with clients, honestly, just in my own life. And then also I had a podcast interview this morning and we were talking about social media well-being practices and something that I brought up in our conversation, this podcast interview that I'm talking about will be coming out on Thursday. But a piece of that that I brought up is how is how being on social media so much can really impact us feeling overstimulated, but then also craving that stimulation. And so I'm super excited to talk. I'm so excited for you to hear that interview on Thursday. But today, I just want to share with you some tools that I really hope are supportive for you in if you're finding yourself feeling overstimulated all the time. And what I mean by that, what I mean when I say overstimulated is that you feel like your senses are just on fire all the time. You feel like your mind is just going a mile a minute all the time. And again, I'm not referring to I'm not referring to specifically ADHD or, you know, some type of sensory, you know, processing issues or anything like that. So, if you if you're curious, is there some mental health component here that I want to explore and look at related to anxiety, ADHD, something like that, please bring this up with your therapist or connect with a therapist. If that's something that you're interested in, I feel like that's just so amazing to bring up and talk with on a really individualized level. But in this episode, I'm talking about just in general, I think there is this norm of we just always feel like we are going, always feeling like there is more to do. We are going, our brain is just on all the time and it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And then something that I hear a lot too is then, you know, at the end of the night we try to go to sleep and it's like really hard to actually fall asleep and our brains are just so active. 
our brains are so active all the time. And I definitely resonate with this as someone with anxiety and ADHD, (laughs) I think. And then add in that just our culture, this is very natural. This is a not, you know, it's like how we live, the society that we live in, I think has really created this. And when we think about the impact of all these cultural pieces of how fast paced our lives are, uh, expectations at work, you know, whatever that looks like for you, thinking about the norms of spending so much time on social media, on screens, all of these things really impact how our brains are working and how how quickly they're moving, how quickly they're used to being. And I like to use this metaphor of, I think for me, sometimes it can feel like my brain is on autopilot at 100 miles an hour. It is on autopilot. And what I can imagine is that if we aren't taking the time to pause and ask ourselves these questions, that's just what's naturally going to happen because of the culture that we live in, all these different pieces that I just mentioned. And how I've noticed this has impacted me is that it just feels like my brain is always going. And what that has led to for me are more more difficulty in being present, more difficulty in actually enjoying things when I meant to actually be enjoying things and just getting on these autopilot highways in my brain of just constantly analyzing, thinking about the next thing constantly in my thoughts. And so I want to share with you some really helpful tools that I'm hoping you'll find supportive because these are just so important. It's so important that we're having this conversation because we are just, we are not meant to consume how much we consume. We are not meant to move at this wild, fast pace all the time. And this is, this is something I don't think I really touch on or share on a lot, but like one of my goals, one of my goals is to literally move somewhere and have acres and acres and have a huge garden and just be able to grow so much of my own food and to have a much slower, very intentional paced life. And I don't think that we were meant to live at the pace that many of us find ourselves in. And so if you're finding yourself in this space where you're like, yeah, I am stressed all the time. My mind is going nonstop. There are a lot of amazing environmental things that we can do with how you're living, with your habits, your routines that can be really supportive, really supportive. It does not have to be that way. You do not have to continue living this way forever. There are things that we can do, practices, routines, uh, sturdier boundaries around your commitments that all can support you in feeling less of this constant go, constant on to the next thing, on to the to-do list, just constantly being up in that mode of like thinking, analyzing, preparing. It's so exhausting. It is so exhausting. And if I don't check myself, it's really easy for me to just default back into that place. And something I have been so obsessed lately with Dr. Amen. If you don't know about him, look up Dr. Daniel Amen and he runs the Amen Clinic. And also he, 
I don't know if it's like another brand or just a subset of his work is called Brain MD. And he is a holistic psychiatrist that talks about brain health. He has um, an incredible, just incredible resources. And he has a whole like supplement line and it's just so amazing. Where was I going with this? No idea. Honestly, I lost it. I'm not editing this out. I have no idea where I was going with that. But I have been really enjoying him lately. There was a point to me bringing that up. I'm sure it'll come back up at some point. So, okay, a couple things that I want to share. A couple tools for you. A couple of tools for you is to, oh, here it is. I knew it would come back. He talks about how for people who have family members who struggle with addiction, mental health problems, that we are living, oh, he words it so perfectly. It's like I am on and so for me, this would be I am living an addiction preventative lifestyle. I hope that's how he words it. An addiction preventative lifestyle is the way that I live my life. So acknowledging that when we have family members who struggle with certain things, that those things are in our DNA, in our genes, we are more, and also the how we grow up, how we are raised, we are more susceptible to struggle with those things that are in our family already. And so what he talks about is how if we know that we can create a preventative lifestyle to prevent those things from actually actualizing and manifesting in our life. And so for me, that is something I absolutely am doing related to mental health and addiction, things that run in my family. But also on this note of I am on this preventative preventative lifestyle, this preventative plan related to the overstimulation, the stress, the anxiety, and these practices that I'm going to share with you are part of the things that I do that really support me in when I fall back into that space of feeling overwhelmed, overstimulated, my mind's going a million miles an hour. I do these things. I am so intentional with my habits, my routines, my nutrition, my exercise, all of these things intentionally to prevent and support myself from experiencing these things or just to, yeah, just to support myself from that. And so what I want you to really shift in, I just love his perspective on that, this idea of like, we get to create a preventative plan. We get to create a lifestyle to support our mental health, our well-being, our physical health, all of these things, right? And it's just the same as if you know that high blood pressure runs in your family. What can we be doing preventatively? And he talks about, yeah, just creating this beautiful preventative plan, this preventative lifestyle to protect yourself from that if we know we are more susceptible. So powerful. So a couple of the practices I want to share with you is number one, just start noticing if you find yourself needing to be constantly stimulated. Because here's, it's this really interesting paradox where we find ourselves overstimulated, but then when we're not being stimulated, we crave the stimulation. What the heck? So it's like, say that I'm feeling really overstimulated. My brain is going a million miles an hour. 
But then I find myself in line at the grocery store and I find myself wanting to grab my phone and open up social media or to check my email, right? So it's like we feel like our brain is just so busy all the time, but then when we have any down moments of not feeling that stimulation, we crave it. We crave it. So fascinating. So fascinating. So, and I'm not going to go a ton into like some of the science behind this, but I did actually find a couple of really interesting articles that I thought were super, super fascinating. And one of them was talking about overstimulation in the brain and how when we do certain things that it triggers these certain reward centers in the brain to like throw out all of these amazing chemicals. And then we just get to a place where we're craving that all the time and we don't know how (laughs) to just sit and not be receiving those like snaps, those hits, right? The like positive, positive, positive. So interesting. And actually Cassie and I do talk about this in our interview that you're going to see come out on Thursday, which I'm so excited for you to hear. So, so fascinating to see that. Okay. That was number one. (sighs) Starting to notice, starting to notice. And this one is, yeah, it's just so big because you'll notice like if you just move your phone to another room, I don't do this often enough, but there have been mornings where I'll move my phone to another room and just noticing how often I go to just reach for it, how often I go to reach for it, reach for it, reach for it, you know, between calls or like, yeah, just throughout my day, just noticing, starting to notice how much you are craving that is the first step is the awareness piece, becoming aware of how is this impacting me? What does this look like and feel like for me? Do I feel like I need to be doing something in every moment? Number two would be really experimenting with single tasking. Single tasking. Really interesting research on multitasking that's come out that's talked about how it releases fight and flight chemicals, how it's definitely can impact us feeling more stressed, literally just by releasing those stress chemicals. When we are trying to multitask, how we're not able to process information in the same ways or in the really helpful ways when we're multitasking. So being willing to experiment with single tasking. And again, I would dare to say those feel connected When we feel like we have multiple tabs open, when we are multitasking, we're getting more of that. It feels like we're doing more, we're getting more, we're being more stimulated by all of these things going on, but it's actually creating more stress in your brain and in your body. And then last one I want to share with you here is spending time in low sensory experiences. So creating space in your, in your day where you are experiencing less of that sensory input. So for me, something that has become so wildly supportive for me is laying outside on the grass, laying on my back on the grass, taking slow deep breaths, 
literally just, I could just lay on the grass and do nothing else. Like not even focus on my breath, not focus on anything. And it feels so supportive for my nervous system. I can feel myself literally moving from that fight flight space into the rest and digest state, which is, (laughs) that's just a whole nother discussion. But the fight flight, when we spend so much time there, it's really impactful on our well-being. So we have all these stress chemicals flowing through our body, which can be really detrimental long term. So laying on the grass, laying on the ground, just lay on the ground. If you don't have grass, if you don't have that space, lay on the ground, lay out a towel or a yoga mat. If you have one or just something on the ground, lay on the ground. And then spending time not consuming anything. This one has also been really big. Spending time throughout my day where I'm not listening to podcasts, I'm not listening to audiobooks, I am not scrolling, I am literally not doing anything. So this could be when I'm out on a walk, this could be when I'm sitting out on the grass, out there with my dogs playing fetch, but just scheduling intentional time where you are not consuming anything. And I will be so honest with you that this can feel so uncomfortable and you are not alone. (laughs) If you're like, I don't know about that, you are not alone. It can be really uncomfortable, but it gets more comfortable and then you'll get to a space where you actually kind of crave it and it feels so good for your nervous system. It will feel so good for your brain and your body, not necessarily at first, but eventually We are not meant to be in that fight, flight, multitasking, going 100 miles an hour all of the time in little spurts, sure. Not regularly, not consistently. It is really hard on our brain and our body. And I genuinely believe that we are not showing up in our most optimal creativity, energy, mindset, any of that. When we are overstimulated, overwhelmed, craving that next dopamine hit. So I want you to take a second here and ask yourself, what's standing out to you? What are you noticing? Maybe taking a nice slow breath here. And just seeing what is one piece that you want to walk away with today. One piece of this, an action step, something you want to experiment with, or even just a nugget that you just want to let continue simmering. A nugget, something I said that you're like, hmm, I just want to keep chewing on that. I just want to sit with that. Maybe you want to chew on it. Maybe you want to let it simmer. Whatever food, cooking, eating metaphor you want to use. But just notice one thing that you want to walk away with today. Hey love, I hope you enjoyed this episode and a quick reminder for you. This show is for educational purposes only. Information from this show is not a substitute for mental health or medical treatment. Friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share this with a friend who you know would enjoy this or feel free to head over to Instagram and send me a message letting me know what is standing out to you or that you loved today's episode. I so appreciate you. I'm glad that you're here. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.